Welcome back to XP Waste, where I'm so poor in game, I high elk nature rune drops. Hi, I'm Oxy. And I am Michael. If this is your first time tuning into XP Waste, welcome. Thank you for tuning into the show. We are an old school RuneScape podcast who talks almost exclusively about old school RuneScape. I say almost because there will be tangents and you may hear something about fencing or a baby because I have a child. But a baby fencing. A baby fencing. A fence made out of babies. Dun, what? Dun, dun. A fence made by babies. There you go. Little guys incorporated. Local fencers in the area. There you go. If you're not in here around here, <laughs> welcome back. Um, I'm fishing anglerfish because I, I know it's <laughs> a good pun, but like I'm not burnt on cooking, but uh, I don't have the drive to cook my food. So I'm, I'm, my thought here is I'll fish the food and then I'll cook it and then I'll feel better about myself. But how are you, Oxy? <laughs> I'm not too bad. My uh my week has been here. Um I feel like I have not seriously played RuneScape in about a month. Um so I have been playing a lot of other games with folks. Though recently for the Money Boss weekend that's going on right now, that actually has some pretty good battles going on for uh for the bingo tile thing, which we'll get to here in a bit. Nice. Um I, I've done a little bit more Vorkath, and I've done some uh, some Master CAs from that. Um, I'm about to get a, a Tebow loan here in a minute, um, just because one of my buddies is not playing, and he was like, he gave it to another friend, and the other friend was like, why'd you give the Tebow to someone with a Tebow? So they both agreed to just loan it to me, and I'm like... Okay, sure. So now I'm gonna have uh, a Tebow here in a minute. Um, so yeah, you know we're we're cheering, we're we're having a good time. I got ninety Hunter the other day, um, and I still am sitting at two hundred and seventy eight k away from ninety nine Slayer. We could still don't, we could still get it together. Push, don't push a Hydra task. No, as one of your final tasks before ninety nine. <laughs> I have been sitting on this task for like 2,000 years, it feels like. I loved Hydra. It was an absolute blast, and I still do love Hydra, um, but it just gets so tiring after a little while. It gets so tiring after a while. Like I think I've done probably this year alone, I've done 369 kills. Nice. 369. Damn, she's fine. I've made myself a little bit of money, um, and I just have to keep on going. Got to keep on stepping. How many um, are left on the test? Huh, like <laughs> 101. <laughs> so damn. I just have a lot. I'm trying to finish the task before bingo. I'm trying to get 99 before bingo. So I mean, we'll see. But you know, yeah. Otherwise, things things aren't going aren't going too too bad it's good that's yeah i feel like i don't have any game updates like i feel like i've i've not done anything which which we're getting back into doing things yeah so yeah yeah i would agree how about you what you've been up to yeah i would agree like the gains on the account <clears throat> have been slim to none i think 
the the only thing that and similar to you to your situation, the only thing that I've had on my plate is a, a hellhounds task, and I have I have been telling myself for the last month and a half that I am not going to finish this task at hellhounds. I'm going to do it at Cerberus. I started with like four KC at Cerberus, and I've just been doing my 160 something, like working on my 160 kill count task. And it's slow going. I've I've broken triple digits. So I'm not at a hundred left. I'm at like fifty-five left. Cerberus is not a hard boss. It really is not. But I'm doing it so infrequently that I'm still only getting like one or two kill trips because I haven't really sat down and like really put in thought to 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 master the mechanics. I'm sure you can get a lot more than a two kill trip at Cerberus, but for me, it's it's slow going. I my goal is also to finish it before bingo, which I will do because it's like what like a less than two minutes per kill, right? So mm-hmm. it would take me like two hours, maybe, um, and that's not a lot of time just to sit down and do it. But I've also been playing other games. Our our schedules are like what we've been doing outside of this podcast and outside of the game have kind of been similar just been playing other games i I bought age of mythology and that game is two things one it's nostalgic for me because i played a lot of age of empires growing up with my brother we each had it on pcs in our home so we had a pc at one side of the house and then my mom had a pc in her office and they were linked via the modem so we could do land parties with our with our computers and so we would play each other in Age of Empires, like online before there was online. It's really fun. So I have I haven't played that game probably since like two thousand five, two thousand four. I don't know when did Age of Empires come out. Do you know offhand? I don't know. It was in the late nineties, right? I mean, which Age of Empires did you play? I think it was like two, one or two. Age of Empires two release date. September 30th, 1999. Yeah, it was probably Age of Empires 2 then. It might have been in the 90s. Who knows? I can't remember when we got our computers. I know that I played RuneScape on those computers, so it had to have been at least 2005. Anyway, I it's nostalgic, one. And two, it is one of those games where you start playing at 7 o'clock, you blink, and it's like 11.30 at night. That that's happened twice over the past two nights for me, where we start a game, I'm having fun, we're going through the ages, and I blink and it's like midnight. I'm like, what? Where did the time go? So it's a lot of fun. Age of Mythology, Age of Empires. If you're not into that type of game, we'll get it. But nostalgia's carrying me right now, and it's fun because like there's like five or six of us that have it. And we've all been playing six. It a really good six on six last. Yeah, six of us versus six computers. Yeah, it was it was really fun. The the map we played on helped quite a bit. Yeah, the six v six, like a circle. Uh, But it was it was really it was really helpful. It was it was fun. It was a good time. But I liked it. Um, But other than that, like Cerberus in game, uh, my goal right now is still to get fifteen million XP in uh, a bunch of skills this year. Uh, mm-hmm. apart from like progressing my cooking uh, XP. So I've just been bouncing around from um, fishing 
and uh, runecrafting. So those are the two that I'm trying to get to 15 million next. Because uh, I told myself if I can get 15 million and all the slow, like similar to how I did it when I was trying to max, like if you can get the slow ones knocked out first, mm-hmm. then everyone else, all the other skills seem manageable. Yeah, they go quick. Yeah. So if I can knock out fishing, runecrafting, and agility, all the other ones are going to be pretty cake because I've already got 15 million in woodcutting and mining, which mining was so chill. Dude, Amethyst, while I worked, chef's kiss. I think I might like legitimately go mine right now just because like I'm 140k away from a mining level. Oh. And I just don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Um that's kind of the point I'm at is I the goals I set myself for the year and I kind of knew this in January like I knew it was going to be kind of problematic but like it's really hard to maintain making money as a goal for me like this this money boss weekend that we're doing has kind of further shown the fact that like i really do have a hard time focusing on specific pieces of content for extended periods of time like i will get like hyper fixated on content like like hydra a couple months ago when I did like two and a half Hydra tasks in a row. Like I did the the one week I did like a whole Hydra task, like 170 kills in like five days. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, yeah, we were cruising through it. And now I'm like four kills a day. Yeah. Like I think it is, it's hard for me to focus on some pieces of content. And the issue with money making is consistency or the issue that I'm having with it is consistency, mm. which obviously isn't a problem like we all know consistency is the best money maker the best way to guarantee that you're going to make profit is to do something over and over and over and over again Mm -hmm. you know like i said last week in 99 or whenever that episode came out which took me till 4 30 in the morning on wednesday to edit by the way because somebody kept saying the entire time and i had to stop every minute to let this drunk guy swear and then censor it there was (laughs) hold on there was some that were you were like this far away from the microphone and you said the f word and you still bleeped those dedication well i not only did i bleep those out i lowered the decibel level so the beep was quieter too so it sounded like like if i was way back here and i said it was turned down so because like really like you got to put your whole heart and soul into 99, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what I did. And 100%. I'm very proud of that episode. I It turned out so good. I had so much fun making it. So much fun recording it. But Christ. <laughs> just, I don't want to. Like I told Michael this week, I'm like, hour 40. That's what we're doing. <laughs> hour 40. Like I can't do another four hour episode this week. Because we clocked in at what? Like three hours and 48 minutes for mm-hmm. 99? Mm-hmm. It was almost the fabled four hour episode. I think and I thought it was going to be, but we <laughs> forgot we took that pizza break for oh. like half an hour in the middle of the show. We took, we took that break? pizza break. Yeah. Remember we took that? We made the pizza and we took the break on Twitch for like half an hour? No. Yeah, we had to cut all that out. I don't remember. That's nutty that you don't remember because I felt like I was way drunker than you. 
That's insane. <laughs> I'm a That's lightweight, insane. man. I'm a freaking God, lightweight. Me, me too. That was, that was so much fun. But no, the, the issue I've been having recently is like consistent money making is hard for me to focus on. And unfortunately, the goals I've set myself for the year, some of the biggest ones are just making a lot of money. And I kind of knew going into it that that would lead to a sense of burnout and demotivation. But like, you know, it, it just, it just sucks to like, look at the things that I'm trying to buy and trying to afford. And I'm not going to be able to for a long time. Like we did the math uh, the other day. I think it was yesterday morning, maybe two nights ago. I don't Mm -hmm. remember. We pretty much decided that six bill is the minimum to have all of like the end game essentials. Like a six-ish bill bank has everything. Yeah. And then the more money you make, the more like, you know, additional fun toys you can have, like an Ellie or a, you know, harmonized staff or a, a void waker or something it's like insane. that. That's so, so much money. But but currently I'm only sitting on like 1.52. And consistency is important, but difficulty with consistency. Plus, just dog shit RNG this year. I don't know why it's been so bad. I've seen one unique from a raid, and it was a holy kit all year. So it's been really tough for me to be like, yeah, raid. <laughs> Even content I like doing. Like, I struggle at Theater of Blood. I love it so much. It's one of, if not my top favorite group content in the game. We did hard modes yesterday, and it was the first time in like a month I've done top or hard mode, and it just felt good. Yeah. Like, we were smooth sailing until the last second of the Verzik fight where I got meleeed to death um, because someone someone meleeed me or whatever it was. It was, it was just, it was dumb, but the, the tops just felt good, you know? Yeah. And even then, I need to take like a five-minute break between raids. Right. And sometimes the people I go with are like, all right, re-gear and go again. And I'm like, I can do that, but I don't enjoy doing that. Like, that is difficult for me to want to do for 10 hours in a day. Yeah. Um, and we definitely have words for that in my industry. <laughs> um, but it, it's just, it's hard to, to maintain that focus and that consistency, even with content that I find to be really fun. Like, I think this weekend I've done, like, a hundred something Vorkath. Mm-hmm. Like we can pull up the 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 tracker here. How many Vorkath have I done? I've done a hundred and nine Vorkath in probably two days. That is the most Vorkath I have done in that short period of time in probably two years. It's a lot. It is. It's a lot, and it's it's not been bad. You know, I've been making pretty decent money. I've been getting some of the more challenging master tasks done, like. I thought it was going to be a lot worse to do dodging the dragon and the walk. I got the walk. The walk for me was one and done because I've been wooks walking with melee for a thousand kills and I know how ticks work now from the inferno. Yeah. So like that wasn't tough. And then dodging the dragon was just a matter of like not being an idiot, you know, <laughs> which took me a couple of, took me a couple of trips. Um, I think the last one I have for the master tier is extended encounter, but I'm going to wait till I have a slayer task for that one. Take the Slayer Helm for the damage boost, take the Blood Fury for the heals, and then sit there for 10 kills. Because I can get on average oh. between 6 to 8 every time I go, Okay, but if I get 8, I am out of supplies. 
Damn. I'm out of everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I have, my PVM gear goals have been struggling recently. Jake in the recording booth chat said 2200, which is a goal of mine, which kind of transitions into the dilemma that I've been having. I did the math. It's going to cost me about 29 mil to get to 90 construction for base 90s if I do mahogany benches, or it's going to cost me about 13 mil to do 470 expert contracts mm. for mahogany homes. And then I, I don't know what my herbivore KC is. Uh, I did the math on a calculator and it said I would need like 3,300 more. So I'd have to get 4,600 for 99. Everyone I've talked to who has 99 and did it through Herbivore was like, you do not need that many. So I don't know. But I also don't do birdhouse runs very consistently. So the, the dilemma I've been having is like, do I take my loot tab and instead of saving for Ancestral, which is now more expensive than full Missouri, by the way, Damn. It, is, it is disgusting. Wow. Like... I think the top is 180 right now. Like it is so good with the shadow that it is just climbing like crazy. So for reference, you know, I have 4355 herbivore. And I did it I I mean I did a few birdhouses. And yeah. but I didn't do any other hunter method from 80 till 99. I mean, I'll probably be in the same boat. I think I have like 1350 right now herbivore. So I don't know. I'm just kind of torn between like whether or not I want to do that and like save up and buy gear and like finally be kitted out in actual end game armor, you know, and not like infernal cape RMs kind of <laughs> kind of type beat. Yeah. But another part of me is like skills don't ever go away and you have more than enough money to buy base 90s and 99 prayer and push towards two, 2200 total which is another big goal for the year. And it's not one that's like, oh, it's kind of like my side goal. Like, no, 2200 is a big goal of mine this year. Yeah. You know, and then there's the, the combat achievement end of it of like, we could just work on getting good, you know, and do the stuff that isn't gear locked. Right. Like some of the speed runs, like the Hydra speed run is, is locked behind a Tebow mm -hmm. for me, which I now have. So who knows? Maybe I get that this week. But like the Vorkath speed run, 54 seconds. My PB at Vorkath is 54.6. Are you serious? Hespori, Hespori is 36 seconds. My PB at Hespori is 36.6. So, like, it's not always about the gear. That's insane, you know? dude. <laughs> it, it is, is sometimes it truly is just RNG and, like, and just playing good. Wow. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I might try to, try to start pushing Masters a bit more. Um, and then to wrap that, this whole rant up, I just have to fucking sack up and do solo chambers, which I really don't want to do. But I think I just have to, to do what I tell people to do in therapy, which is to like embrace that which makes you uncomfortable and just do it. Yeah. Because I think it will be less uncomfortable when I see it, you know, and know and, and complete one and be like, that was awful. And then look up tips to, to do it better. I'm not anticipating enjoying it very much. Yeah. Everyone tells me solo Cox is going to change my life. I'll believe it when I see it, dog. Like I mess up, uh, I mess up a crab or I go, you know, two for 20 in the thieving room and I want to snap my keyboard in half, you know, 
I died. I I died yesterday at Verzik because I just took autos and glitched the green ball because I got hit on like the fourth attack as the green ball got sent out and like died. It w- it was weird how I died, mm-hmm. and I laughed the entire time. <laughs> I got killed yesterday in hard mode at Zarpus because troll stood right next to me and just PK'd me with the with with the Zarpus attack. <laughs> And I laughed the entire time I died. I think it's just genuinely Chambers just hits different in a bad way. But yeah. We're gonna try it. You could so try and rant stream. Over, I guess. You could try and stream your, your solo attempts. That is gonna be so much worse. Really? Because the last thing I need is either A, a bunch of people who have been doing solo chambers since twenty seventeen trying to backseat me while playing, which I hate. Or B, a bunch of shitters who can't even spell cocks being like, huh, huh, Oxy's bad. I can't do that. I, I, I think I will have a fit. It's one thing for like Tob and Inferno, you know, like, okay, whatever. It's part of it. I'm not too fussed about it. When it's content I genuinely do not enjoy, I hate streaming the learning process. Hate it. Yeah. Hate it so much. So. I, I, That's, which is also a shift in my my views of content creation right i think you would just have to set boundaries but if you don't want to do it don't do it i was thinking yeah. <laughs> get in a vc with like jesse or immortal or somebody who's done solo chambers really well like have them just walk you through it but then i was i was thinking more optimistically with the the twitch chat than being encouraging and not being total clearly you've dickheads. not tried to do high level <laughs> pv you've not tried to do high level pvm on twitch have you uh, I mean, I did uh, corrupted gauntlet or gauntlet, but like that's probably the extent of like high level PBM I've done on Twitch. Yeah. I mean, I think the plan is, and Immortal and I've already discussed it. It's like I'm gonna do five or six solos at some point, and then I'm gonna start, you know, going to school as they say, and and recruiting people to help me out because, mm-hmm. like, when you tell me to just click and kill the boss. It makes me want to disconnect from VC. Like I needed a very vivid and graphically detailed description of what I am supposed to do. Right. Um, so I think I just need to see it and get the visuals for it. And then it might help a little bit with the learning, you know? So we'll see. And then like other things like Fazani's nightmare. I just, that's just me being lazy for PNM. But you still, yeah, is it know. still just one KC? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It's still one KC. We've not gone back. We literally have not even attempted to go back. Remember when I said I get my infernal cape, we'll go to Fazani's? I have not stepped foot near Fazani's nightmare. <laughs> Looking so. up the tasks for that real quick. It's Fazani's. They're really not that bad. Five times. Okay, so the KC is five. And then Yeah, there's a couple ones that's like kill it within nine <laughs> minutes. Yeah, okay. I thought the KC task was a lot more than five, but that's... Well, it used to it be. Sucks. It used to be, like... They all used to be higher, then they nerfed them all. Yeah. But, honestly, I don't think the PNM one is going to be too bad. Bad. I just have to learn it. PNM is going to be, like, Zalra for me. I'm going to hate it until I'm doing it more consistently. Right. And then you look back and, like, why and, did I hate and that? And then it will become... <laughs> exactly. Then it will become... Well, I know why I hated Zalra. I know exactly why I hated Zalra because it was the hardest thing I ever did <laughs> in RuneScape at the time. And that's why I hated it. Yeah. You know? Um, Look but what now you I know. think the KC is like, 
what is the KC of Zalra? Ten fifty, something like that. Like it's not, it's not too, it's not too bad. It's ten sixty two. So like, I know that once you learn how to do content, it does become a lot easier. Which is a very dumb thing to say, but like, it is, it is true. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Right. Which goes for everybody out there. If you're struggling with Gauntlet or Zalra or Vorkath, just do it. Just do the content. Bitch the entire time and do. I swear, <laughs> compl- bitch the entire time, and you'll you'll push through the content like it's nobody's business. So, yeah, yeah. that's gonna be me and Tob this year because I still want to. I think I think I'm gonna take Bingo the week of Bingo as the opportunity to like get into the content because your mm-hmm. stretch goal for me this year is to learn South Freeze, and I still want to do that. I still want to. I still want to check that off the list in honor of you to say done, but it's going to take actually learning the content first to even <laughs> conceptualize what a South Freeze is. Cause I have one top KC and it was carry and I have like two entry KC. And I think one of those was, was you. So <laughs> it's uh, top is one of those that are like of the raids seems the most uh the most difficult but i know it's not like for me i've got i've got like 25 theater uh sorry i've got like 25 tombs of a masket i've got like 30 or 40 chambers that i have on my account maybe more so combined that's a lot of raids and it's just putting your mind uh like setting your mind to learning the content that's kind of where I'm struggling. Not struggling, but more so just like wanting to have the ambition to do it. The the issue with Tob for learning, it's not like like Chambers and TOA. TO, we'll use TOA as an example because TOA is a perfect example of like a steady climb to get better. You can watch your skills improve very smoothly in TOA with the invocation system. You can really feel like you're making progress. Mm-hmm. If TOA is a smooth walk uphill, Tob is looking straight up a 90 degree angle. It's like the abyss at the Grand Canyon where it's like a mile straight down. Oh, you're gosh. looking up and you got to climb it, but you're also covered in butter. Um, and, Damn. you know, just, <laughs> just to add a little bit of extra flavor. Um, and it is very difficult to do by yourself. And it is very intimidating to look at and think, yeah, there's no fucking way I'm ever going to get that done. Go with people who are willing to teach you the content. I'm willing to teach you the content. I know there's a lot of other folks in Discord who would be willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Because once you get up that mile high abyss, it's really, it's a little bit more steady from there. Because you can, you can be really good, like micro-efficient good at top. But you really don't have to be at first. You just have to overcome, you know, overcome the mechanics. I think your first deathless tob is a good indicator of like, all right, I'm getting this. I'm yeah. picking up what you're putting down. Your first deathless is when it really starts to come together. Because um, that's very confidence inspiring. Like you want to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you get your, for- your first deathless, then you start switching roles. Um, I've never really done range roll. I can do it, but I just haven't done it very often. Um, but that's probably a good one to shift to next and just work your way up the orb order. So if you do a four-man 
At the bottom of the orb order is Melee DPS or E-Girl, which has kind of been what I have been shifted to when I do top with folks now. It's great. It's not. I don't feel it's at all mean. I love it. I love being E-Girl DPS at top because all I have to do is click white crabs and kill the boss. It's so nice. So you do melee DPS, then you do range DPS, which is pretty much E-Girl, but you're clicking the green crabs instead of the white crabs. Um, and then you do North Freeze, which, again, you're still clicking white crabs at Maiden, but now you're responsible for freezing the blood. And then when you get, or not freezing the blood, freezing the crabs on the north side of the Maiden room. Uh -huh. Then you do South Freeze, which is clicking the blue crabs at Nilo, and you're freezing the freezing the crabs on the south side i think south mage also has the the kind of like expectation to tank at maiden um as long as it doesn't get run over by blood so i think like i said the, the quote-unquote expectation is that south freeze stands in front of maiden on that southwest tile mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and barrages the pile of crabs so maiden directs all of her attacks at south freeze but South Freeze uses Blood Barrage to heal back up and kill oh. the pile and things like that. So it's, you know, there's, it's not like, you know, it's not like in chambers where like if we're trying to melee skip, you're the one responsible for doing the melee skip or you're the one responsible for doing the mage skip while everyone else is running head. Like it doesn't rely on you specifically yeah, to like carry the team, but I think being good at South Freeze is just an overall, like, you can do South Freeze well, you can probably do everything in Tob pretty okay. Other than some, like, more niche stuff, like five ticking and pog tanking and things like that. Stuff that is not needed to be good at Tob, but stuff that people could consider to be, like, a master of Tob technique, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, it's like, I still can't five tick. I still can't pog tank. I'm not going to pretend like I can. Uh, you know, I'm still trying to get the the one tick step under method at Verzik, where you attack twice with a scythe, step under when she attacks, come back out, attack, and do all that. But so that's that's the stuff like I'm working on. So I don't think South Freeze is unobtainable for you. Yeah, at this year at all, you just gotta. Mm -hmm. It's gonna take a lot more time than like, yeah, I did top for a week and now I can self freeze. Like that might stick you on self freeze for fun, <laughs> but like to be good at it, it requires that, like we said, consistency. And yeah. I, and I know firsthand consistency can be very hard. Well, we still have nine months left in the year. So there's plenty of time to, to still get I into it. In 2020. I know. I said in 2021 going from my infernal cape, Michael, <laughs> we still have nine months. It'll be fine. <laughs> we got it. I think honestly though, I, I might be somewhat gear locked. Cause like I don't have a scythe and I don't think I can afford a scythe without selling a bunch of stuff that I, that I like having. I know you don't need a scythe, but like consistently doing top, it's best in slot. So why I mean, would I not want it? Consistently doing top, you'll get a scythe. That's true. If you do 50 theater of blood, Casey, eventually you'll see enough purple splits to justify buying a scythe. They're only like 397. Yeah, they're very cheap. So I say very get, cheap, but like you get two Avernix and a Sang staff and a couple Formans. That's an that's an additional 60 to 80 mil in your pocket right there. You know, 
you might you're probably going to have to do some sort of a rebuild but if you're in the the theater mood and you're doing a lot of tob yeah rebuilds go a lot faster True. when you have something that can make you big money but the downside with tob is while the purples are more frequent there's no like you know knock down drag out life-changing money like chambers or toa right anymore because scythe is really down bad <laughs> um yeah. but it's more yeah. of a consistency thing i mean that's the kind of word for this part of the episode is consistency right <laughs> we yeah. we talked about it a lot in in the last episode because one of the questions was like how do you make money <laughs> uh and we're like just be consistent so yeah consistency is a word that we're using a lot and it's true a lot of the things in this game if you want to be good or you want to uh, progress, unfortunately, it takes many hours. And those hours translate to you being consistently playing the game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very interesting. I, the perspective of, of this game in, in relation to other games, because I've been playing a lot of other games this, this past couple of weeks, is like, and this game just like, it requires dedication. Age of Mythology requires zero dedication. Golf with friends, zero dedication. You can load that up on a Saturday night and have fun and never think about it again the whole entire week. But like, if you don't play RuneScape for two weeks, you feel like you've missed a lot coming back and logging into your account. It's, it's so interesting. And I, I, maybe I get now why a lot of people just play RuneScape because that feeling of not playing the game and, and like xp wasting to mm-hmm. use that in quotations uh it can be hard for people not saying that like i'm gonna drop everything and just play runescape because i not that that to me it, it, at this stage of my life if i can branch out and have fun with other people and still have like still have something to do that's not just playing runescape all the time i'm gonna do that i yeah. runescape for me used to come in waves playing old school runescape was a thing that i did in like quarters you know how like the the year is is broken up into four quarters mm-hmm. i would take like quarter breaks so i'd play runescape the first quarter and then i would play minecraft the second quarter and then i would jump around and play like portal and multiplayer games and then i would come back to runescape but ever since like joining tnl and doing this podcast I haven't taken like a major break from RuneScape. I think that is partially um, attributed to maxing. But now that I've maxed, I can see myself kind of doing that again on smaller scale. So like I didn't play for like the entire week. I think the last time I had logged in besides last night was Sunday or Monday. And even then last week around this time i was with you so like i logged into my account on your computer but i didn't do anything i did maybe one server's kill but even before that i, I just marked like a bunch of f-ing tiles that said michael was here that just keep randomly popping up whenever i go places i went back to cerberus to do a master clue and Above the tile that I have marked that says the good Cerberus room, you put Michael was here. This man put one so far in the corner of the Grand Exchange that I didn't see it until I moved my camera to floor level. I was like, what the f*** is that? 
So there's <laughs> tiles. I don't know where else you put them. And don't even tell them. me because now at <laughs> this point, there could be tiles anywhere that say Michael was here in game. And you I have, have to no find way them. of knowing. <laughs> I only wish I had more time because uh, I was doing the, I was marking the tiles while you were showering, getting ready for the episode. And mm-hmm. so I only wish I had more time because there would be so many more tiles for you to find in the most obscure places. But, you know, you'll never know if you found the last one. That's the fun of I suppose this game. I never will. You know, <laughs> I suppose I never really will. You'll never go know. Every, every corner of the earth <laughs> to, to see if the tiles are marked. <laughs> but uh, another problem I've been having this, maybe not this week, but like this like month or so in general, I've been more interested in doing things IRL, mm. which, as we all know, anything IRL is a significant hit to the XP gains. So, you know, that's another reason why I've just not been, you know, logging in as much. I can see that. Which, yeah. Which, again, isn't, we're not, I'm not going anywhere, obviously. You know, I'm, I, we're going to say we're saving our energy for Spring Go. I, honestly, that's, though, like, not memeing aside, like, I told my wife, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to play RuneScape very much until Springo because I want to go ham for that bingo because I found out before we set the dates and I had like, I was not really a part of the date planning. I'm a part of bingo, but not, I don't like have my hands in everything. So I found out the dates and then I looked at the calendar. I'm like, wait a second. I have that entire Monday through Friday off. Like, this is not planned to take off for bingo. So I have basically both weekends and then the entire Monday through Friday. And my wife's going to be out of town. So it'll just me be, it'll be me and the kid. But like, he has nap time and he goes to bed pretty early. So Papa's going to game. <laughs> that's, that's a sound bite right there, Tyler. Pull that as a sound bite now. <laughs> I'm, Papa's gonna game. Papa's gonna game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I'm 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 ready to ready to play some bingo, and so I don't want to, I don't want to like go too hard and 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 I like I want to finish my Cerberus task. That's about the extent of my goals and and things I want to do before we start bingo. And we have over like close to a month before bingo, so you can really take it slow and do one kill. You know, one or two kills a day. One kill a day. Yeah. <laughs> people, people have been telling me to bank my hydro task for bingo. I'm like, I can't bank my hydro task for bingo because anything I stock up is a spoiler and an inherent advantage I have over other people. Right. Because I'm planning the event. Right. So, as much as I would love to store the hydro task and just get 99 Slayer, uh, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm going to do that because there's a non-zero chance I accidentally leave the Hydra task stored until bingo. And that is just not fair. Bro, it's... But speaking... <laughs> no, go ahead. Speaking of bingo, though... Yeah. Springo is on the way. I have a little note on my computer that says mention signups in episode. So the day this episode comes out, signups for Springo are live. Hopefully, the Mumpty who's writing the announcement, it's me, I'm the Mumpty, has it written and announced by about 8 a.m. 8 a.m. So hopefully by the time you're hearing this, the sign-up sheet is live in Discord. If you're one of the fanatics who listens to this episode the minute it goes live on Spotify, 
it's probably not going to be up because I release the episodes on Spotify several hours before I go to work. Or if I'm really down bad, I release it at 7 a.m., which is how we used to do it <laughs> until you Europeans wanted it on your drive to work, which love you guys. Um, but they drive on the left but, side. Uh, they drive only, I think it's only England that does oh, that. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Just generalize the but, whole continent. Yeah. Great, great job, Michael. <laughs> um, but <laughs> good God, we killed him. Um, but no, Springo signups are live. There is no requirements. And I genuinely mean there are no requirements. There's no total level. There's no Slayer level. There's no rating experience requirements. There's no clan requirements. There's no XP waste requirements. Sign up. The only thing we ask is that you're in the Discord. Because we will not draft people who are not in the Discord. That's not going to happen. We also ask that, like, if you come to the Discord to play bingo hang out for a while mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. just just hang out and have a good time we're 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 at a weird point where we're wanting signups to be open to everyone but we also know that we could look at like a thousand person bingo if we're just like oh we'll post it on reddit like we're not we're not gonna do that yeah so we don't want to do a first come first serve so if you guys are in tnl in the discord obviously sign up but you know, two things be in the discord and like when you sign up if you take if you sign up today mm -hmm. start being active like oxy said but i want to take it a step further like talk to people join channels post your post your levels and achievements post your awesome drops join vcs you know get to know people before the event so that way you're not taking the first two or three days to potentially get to know your team where if you make a friend in TNL and you've, you've not, you know, say you've not joined the Discord before, you're, you're not very active, make a friend and then hopefully you guys can get drafted together. Um, and then from there, you'll have a more fun bingo experience. And then two, there's no requirements. There's no hard requirements. So we're not going to make you get a quest cape or have a total level, but there will be a buy-in. So got to yeah. pay one mil to, to join, to, to get drafted. but one mil, if you're really doing bingo, you're going to make that tenfold coming, you know, doing the actual event. So, so yeah, that's if you have any questions, um, if you want to pay a buy in, just join TNL in game. Let us know you want to pay your buy in or hit us up in Discord and we'd, we'd be happy to yeah. meet you in game to take it. There's also a separate sign up form for captains that's been out for a couple of days at this point. Captains do have. Not requirements per se, but things that we're kind of looking for. Things that would be pretty neat if you had. Um, so feel free to sign up for that if you want to lead a bingo team as well. Mm -hmm. it, it's going to be a fun one this year. Um, <clears throat> we don't know what kind of numbers we're looking at. We're going with a shorter sign-up window this year. So I think we only have like, what, two weeks two to weeks. sign up? Yep. We're going to figure out some way to do a draft. We don't know if it's going to be public or private yet. Um, but either way, teams will be selected via draft. We're pretty sure, <laughs> like ninety six point eight percent sure. Yeah, we're just it's the issue with Springo and the dates it's falling on. It is like I think a weekend after Easter, mm -hmm. so the week prior or the week or two prior, whatever it is, like two of the largest religious holidays in the world fall in like a five day span with Passover and Easter Sunday. 
So it's a really tough spot to be like, all right, captains who may or may not be celebrating one of these two holidays. Um, time to do some legwork and do a public draft that takes two days. Um, so we're we're just unsure what we're gonna do about that. But you know, everyone will be put on a team, so yeah. no need to no need to fear. Yeah. But, so yeah. we're obviously we'll be talking a lot more about bingo in the coming weeks because we always do. Uh, and then during bingo, obviously you'll get some uh, you'll get some juicy behind the scenes possibly or updates about it. So get ready to hear about bingo in the coming weeks because it's yeah. bingo season, baby. It is bingo it season. It is bingo season, baby. <laughs> we are we are in the thick of it. I'm so excited. We're getting a lot more community members involved too. So we mentioned the Money Boss weekend earlier. This so this weekend, past weekend, um, people have been competing in Vorkath, Zulra, and Muspa. And whoever gets the most KC doesn't get a cash prize, but they get to pick a bingo tile of their choosing. Um to put on Springo 2023. So we're getting the community involved. Um a lot more folks who are potentially signing up to be captains are giving us more input. We're getting our officers involved a lot more. We have a data team now, which is the nerdiest thing, <laughs> which is pretty fun. Uh Fear, who's currently in the lead for Vorkath by like 200 kills, said, huh? Which means I don't know if he knew that that was the prize <laughs> for, for this event, which awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this event. I'm I'm glad it's coming back around, and I think I'm taking possibly two, maybe three days off at the Ooh. beginning of the week. Um, so we'll see. You should take yeah, definitely take some time off. You you deserve it for one. I don't yeah. know. Last time you took a Dog, vacation, I ain't, work, I ain't worked a full week of work since like the middle of January. No, <laughs> this was almost going to be a full week of work for me. This one that we just had, yeah. Um, but I texted my boss at four thirty in the morning on Wednesday night and was like, "Yeah, I'm taking a half day tomorrow." Uh, and I showed up at like twelve fifteen for work because <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna fall asleep in session on the kids. Like, I'm not even gonna be able to stay awake. Right, because you would have to wake up because at I six thirty, so... like two hours of sleep or something. Yeah, two hours of sleep to like talk to kids about whatever problems they're having, which sometimes aren't that intense, but are also, you know, worthy of being listened to. So yeah, I'm like I'm I'm taking a half day. I'm not I'm not putting up with that. So Yeah. Well it's gonna be fun. And I guess if we I'm gonna try a transition for you, okay? And you're gonna tell me I want you to rate it one out of ten, okay? Here we go. You know what's fun about bingo? Having content. What content we won't have, unfortunately, is the new prayer book. Eh? Well, eh? He... I give it a solid 5.9 out of 10 because it felt a little forced and we're already an hour into the episode <laughs> trying to get to main title content. So I don't, I don't know if it was the most well-timed transition ever. Um, but yes, Michael is correct. The, <laughs> the TLDR, The Ruinous Powers, the new prayer book from Desert Treasure 2, all of the prayers passed. So, so I have a little clarification, because last time we did this, we got pretty far into talking about what we thought was actual content for forestry. 
But reading the blog, this is okay. So this is kind of the new way that Jagex is doing content. This was a green light poll. It didn't pass in the sense that these are going to be the prayers that we have in game. These are the prayers that have passed for them to make a beta. Once they're beta tested, then they'll be refined, pulled again, and if they pass, then they'll go into the game. So more or less, they have passed. So they're going to be tweaked a little bit. The numbers are going to be tweaked, but I would be hard-pressed to think that anything just gets outright removed from this. But I'm very surprised at how well everything did because there was a lot of like back and forth about people wanting new prayers like for some reason i don't know why people were just up in arms about new prayers and i don't even really get why the only real um, up in armsiness that i have heard is it's too close to rs3 re rs3 but it's not because there's no curses right so eh. i think that like People are saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it, you know, in, in the sense that the prayer book that we have serves its, serves its purpose in allowing us to do content. We have multiple different ma- magic books, right? And like more spells and new magic books have been added to the game on a consistent basis. So like, what's the difference? You don't have to use the prayers to complete the content that's already in the game. Like, if you want to mm-hmm. do the Inferno with the standard prayer book, you can. If you want to try your hand at new content with the standard prayer book that comes out later, that's an option for you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use it. No one's forcing you to use it. You could go the whole entire game and never, never switch to the Ancient Magic's uh, like magic spell book. You could, do the, you could do all the content in the game, potentially with never having to switch to it. But, okay, but that statement implies that you are a special kind of talented because most people I know who are really good at this game cannot do the Inferno without Ancient Magics. Can't you do it with chins where you throw chins at the nibblers? You can. I was saying you can. But there's no ice barrage. There's no blood barrage. Most people... Even basic Slayer training without Ancient Magics at the higher end for like fast Slayer XP. Just because you can do it doesn't mean that it's not a core part of the game that most people do interact with. Yeah. You know, because you can, I take Ancients to all three raids. Um, I don't know what bosses off the top of my head I take Ancients to. Like the spellbook I use the least, I feel like these days is the standard spellbook. Oh, really? I, uh, honestly, God, I don't <laughs> like off the top of my head. I I'm on standard right now because Vorkath and Hydra both require me to be on standard. But other than Vorkath, it's really hard for me to think of a boss that like hard requires a standard spellbook spell. Yeah. Well, okay, you maybe know? a better example is you could go your entire Runescape. Uh, career with never like never loading up the lunar spellbook like what is on the lunar spellbook as an example there's nothing game changing about it it's the that's the point i'm trying to make is like if you don't want to use the ruinous powers you don't have to point point in case case in point 
So Oxy is gearing up to say something. I'm going to let him do that. Go ahead. Taste vengeance. You can play the game without Venge. vengeance. You, you, you can play the game without it, yes. but it is still a staple. You can play the game without pot share, but it's still a staple. You can play the game without spec transfer, plank make. Um, D Grime, I think, is actually Arceus. Uh, plant cure. You can use it without all the fundamental teleports that are on the lunar spell. Right. You can do that. NPC contact, mm -hmm. magic imbue for the boys at chambers. You know, you can play the game without using all those things, but you can. It's just a piece, it's a quality of life update. Sandwich Lady just gave me a chocolate bar. That's cold. Thanks, mage. What the hell? Um, you can not use all of these things, but I feel like you just have an objectively worse time right. not doing okay, it. Okay, well then so, that kind of like puts a like a, 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 a tick on the pro and cons pros and cons list for having ruinous powers in the game. I'm not arguing against it. I want them to put a new uh, a new prayer book out. But the people that are complaining saying we don't need it are, <laughs> in Oxy's words, objectively wrong. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if they're objectively wrong. I think, I don't know how to put it, because I think to say something is objectively wrong, or somebody is objectively wrong, we don't know what the prayer book is. You know, So if this prayer book turns out to be the greatest thing since sliced bread... And you say, well, I just don't use it because I don't like the concept. That's just bad gameplay, yeah. you know? But because we don't know, I don't, I don't know if I'd call people objectively wrong for not wanting it. I'd call them a bit closed-minded. Yeah, I'd call them a bit stuck in their ways. I don't think either one of those things are inherently bad. True. As someone who wants new and different in some cases, I don't entirely agree with it, you know? Mm -hmm. But... Mm -hmm. That do just be me. My, I was reading through the blog this morning, and to me, I kind okay. So, two sides to every coin. I kind of see where people are coming from with saying, "What's the point?" Just mm -hmm. reading the descriptions of all of the prayers, it just seems to me like they took all the prayers that are on the standard book, not all of them. They took all the popular ones and they reflavored them a bit. It does like my only complaint reading through all of the prayers that were offered is there's not enough variety for me to call this Grandmaster Quest Quest Reward uh, tier. Have you looked at the vows? I okay, so I read the original blog, and then I was going to go back and read the updated one where they kind of like took feedback and corrected them. I haven't read mm -hmm. extensively through the vows, but that does that is one aspect. The other aspect that helps them stand out is like the skilling stuff where mm -hmm. when your prayer is active, there's like a 75% chance that whatever you have just gathered gets destroyed. So couple that with like an infernal something something and you're really AFK with the mm -hmm. understanding that you may have to go and uh, restore your prayer somewhere. But mm -hmm. to me, the overhead prayers, like the offensive and de defensive, they have a smite. They have like a, a redemption. They have. Mm -hmm. a, it just seems like a majority of the stuff is just reflavored and slightly different. 
but with the vows, you'll have to catch me up a bit on those or, you know. So from my understanding from the blog post, it seems like these are semi-permanent buffs that exist when you're on the prayer book. So I don't know how we can compare it in in old school, but if anyone here has played Skyrim, mm. the very beginning of the game, once you get out of Helgen, you come across those like the three stones. There's like the stone of the wizard, the stone of the warrior, and the stone of like the rogue or something. And they're in that like area and you can select one that will give you buffs per those skills or whatever, but you can go back and change it at any time and you can't have more than one. To my knowledge, vows seem like that, where you select one of these four, Kroor, Glacius, Umbra, or Fumus. Fumus? Fumus? Who knows? And they give you perks as long as you, A, have the Ruinous Prayer Book on, and B, are, are just choosing to rock with that one. Like, you can't have more than one. So, for example... Um, Kroor's Vow. While active, you have a 10% chance to heal 10% of the damage dealt with any combat style. All this combat is thirsty work. Considering, consider keeping yourself topped up with a sanguine treat. It's just a little description. <laughs> That's effectively a League's Relic Yeah, that is active when you do that. Glacius Vow. While active, you have a 20% chance to deal bonus magic damage. This bonus damage rolls off your equipped style against your target's magic defense. The damage dealt is 10% of your additional of your initial hit. So let me read that one more time. 20% chance to deal bonus damage. Damage rolls off your equipped style against your target's magic defense. And the damage is 10% of your initial hit. So if you're using if you're using um a a sang staff let's keep it simple a sang staff against a boss like bandos and you roll the additional damage and you hit a 30 does that mean you have a 20% chance to hit a 33 is your new max hit from that from that 30 and then how does that translate to the super buffed ancestral shadow toa is your max hit now like a 98 or something (laughs) like that like i don't know i don't know how that's gonna work but that sounds pretty interesting umbra is drained defense by 10 percent uh of damage dealt capping at 15 percent of the initial value so if your target's defense is 100 you can lower it to 85 at most Mm -hmm. but I, it just seems like it's with any attack. So it seems like it It says it rolls before other defense reduction. So pretty much you would use this alongside like the Warhammer or the Bandos Godsword to get up to more damage wow. reduced, right? Yeah. So it's 10% of your damage dealt. So if you hit a 50, it's five levels off of their defense plus 30% if you hit a Warhammer spec. Damn. 
So it's just an extra little cherry on top to make them a little bit weaker and a little bit easier to hit. If I'm remembering this correct, if I'm understanding this correctly, which I might not be. The more confusing one is Fumus. Consume 10% of your poison severity to deal the same amount of bonus damage to an enemy. It even says it's a little confusing right. in the description. Right. So... <sighs> Poison severity of thir- this one doesn't. There's a lot of math that goes into this one. Read this one for yourselves because I'm not going to read this one on the show. This one's long. <laughs> I don't get it, and I'm going to sound like an idiot if I try to describe it to you guys right now. So I'm not going to do that. But there's one for poison too. Um, so I think those alone make this a grandmaster quest reward. That's but, true. That's true. I mean, those those are yeah. Those are something that we haven't seen in the game. And they mm-hmm. what's cool though is they kind of like take existing item perks and put them on a prayer book, which is cool. Like the 10% mm-hmm. healing for the 10% of your damage or whatever. Uh that sounds to me like a blood fury in a sense, but it's now with mm-hmm. any any combat style. So, yeah, as long as you're rocking some prayer potions, you can translate those into food. But no, but it does. I feel like that's just active all the time. Like, that's what I'm getting at. These are not prayers. These are like passive buffs. Oh. So there you pick one and they're active the entire time you're on the prayer book. Gotcha. If I'm understanding it correctly, if I'm not and the vows are actually prayers, that's cool. But it seems like. They don't talk about how much. They don't. Huh. Talk. They don't explain these, these it. The, yeah. Well, it says these are the prayers. So I mean, maybe it is. They allow you to imbue yourself one of the ancient elements. I mean, yeah, they might be prayers. I could be mistaken. Yeah. They might be prayers, and they might not be like permanent passive buffs. Although I think it would be cooler be cool. if that was the case. Right. But now it also depends on. It depends on. How much rate. prayer they drain? Yeah, because like yeah. piety alone is cutting through prayer pretty quickly, and if they do drain prayer, if it's going to be a really quick prayer drain, it, it's not worth it to camp no. alongside offensive and protection prayers. Right. That's I'm hoping it's a passive buff. I'm hoping, yeah, but it doesn't say passive buff. It just says. These are the prayers you won't have seen before. Um, ancient vows allow you to imbue yourself with one of the ancient elements. You won't be able to activate two powers at the same time, but you can have these up alongside any of the ruinous powers. So I have a sneaking suspicion if it's not a passive buff, it's going to be like a preserve or a protect item right. or a rapid heal yeah. that you keep up at all times. Where it's, it's very low, I think. Like when I was doing my agility training, I had f- like basically max prayer bonus and I turned on preserve and I was able to mm-hmm. keep preserve on for nearly an hour before it would drain my 99 prayer prayer points. So, yeah, but I mean, it would, but like if you turn, if you turn protect from melee, piety and preserve on, or I guess, yeah, I don't know what it's i don't know what the drain rate is necessarily but it doesn't seem like turning preserve on has much of an effect 
you know so if it's something like that that is cool if it is like a preserve protect item style where you don't really lose too many additional prayer points hmm. you know that would be neat yeah either way you spin it whether it's an imbue that gets activated without draining your prayer or it is an actual prayer that just drains pretty slowly i think those are worth all of the marbles like that's worth the book in my opinion because yeah. that adds that adds flavor to things that uh, normally wouldn't have any sort of like excitement you've got faster corp kills you're able to have you know you're able to take a different necklace other than the blood fury potentially i mean you still might want to rock the, the blood, blood fury. fury and you get more heals so tiki in the recording booth chat pointed out something from i think a different blog with the changes and the ancient uh the ancient element are the ancient element vows or whatever these things are are passive prayers uh yeah it's the same blog at the top of the blog post so they're passive prayers so i think instead of the passive buff that we were talking about like from skyrim i think it's going to be a preserve style prayer which still cool as long as the prayer drain isn't like piety rigor speed because they're really cool buffs you know yeah. i think they're served they could be served alongside other offensive prayers pretty well uh i don't think we're gonna go into too too much detail about the offensive prayers um because again you also just read the blog post <laughs> yeah. but like it'll be linked some of the high level ones decimate annihilate and vaporize those are gonna be gross like I don't have uh, my settings turned on. Does anyone know what piety boosts melee strength wise? Because I have it turned melee on. Melee strength is. Okay, so it increases your defense by 25%, strength by 23, and attack by 20. Okay, so decimate has 20% attack and 30% strength. So decimate, annihilate, and vaporize are going to have higher max hits than piety and rigor. And vaporize the the ancient equivalent of augury gives a four percent magic damage boost. So these prayers are gonna probably cut through prayer like crazy. Yeah, but sheesh, <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. Um, that's gonna be so cool on the offensive end of it. Defensively, eh, we'll see. You know, the deflect prayers got some potential. Um, if you pair it with like a Blood Fury and the Crower's Vow kind of thing, mm -hmm. but what I'm not loving is the Absorb prayers that uh or the Dampen whatever it is, or God, what is it? It like reduces the appropriate style by a hundred, but drains prayer points by ten percent of the damage. Yeah. Uh, that seems like a recipe to drain through prayer pots really quickly and then i guess yeah dampen reduces damage from the appropriate style by 90 percent which with versus withstand which means it just reduces your defense by 33 which i feel like withstand is going to be a lot better for situations where you won't take damage so like I would probably like let's use this at raids as an example. Um we would probably use oh god. I'm trying to just like cuz all the raid bosses can hit you through prayer mm -hmm. as it is. So 
you know, would you want to, I feel like you would want to, that, that, yeah, that's tough. How do you use, well, yeah. so if you, if you like protect from melee against something like an abyssal demon will protect you the entire time and no matter what. Right. So on things like Slayer tasks, like burstable tasks or basic AFK tasks like Vyres, you would want to use withstand because your defense doesn't matter because you're being fully protected, right. right? But how does this transfer into content that can hit you through prayer? How does this transfer into content that, like, what does, you know, My- Verzix attacks, how are they reduced at 100% versus... What do they look like when your defense level is lower versus what does an additional 10% damage to these prayers look like? So my question would be powers might be tough. My question would be like, we're talking about like current meta is that bosses can hit you through the standard prayer book. Have they mentioned Mm -hmm. or even considered that with the ruinous prayers, they don't hit you through that specific protection prayer that, See that that seems stupid overpower them because withstand is the best prayer in the game. Yeah. Because it reduces damage by a hundred percent and you have thirty-three percent um defense lowered, but like again, defense doesn't matter if you're a hundred percent protected. Yeah. So I think withstand is more like your stock standard with a little bit of like quote unquote sacrifice that you really don't need to give for things that aren't gonna hit you through prayer like again giant mole you're gonna be safe mm-hmm. um you know i guess we'll have to see but that's why the beta yeah, is important I, we, we really we really will have to see i'm really excited to try this out rumor has it you can't flick these prayers um which is going to be fun to watch or at least that's what they've suggested okay. you shouldn't be able to flick them meaning but flicking so like the, do you know what flicking i was is? going to ask to clarify because there's two types of flicking. The flicking that most people think about is whenever you switch them to mitigate, like in the Inferno, if you're two tick alternating. Yeah. Yes. That type of flicking is one. But the other one is where you are just consistently clicking on and off, and it doesn't drain because it doesn't have time to register that it was like turned on to drain the prayer point. Yeah. So your, I think the rhythm is like, da dun, da dun, da dun, da dun, da dun, da dun. That is how you flick, like a one tick flick. So you're turning it on and turning it off within the same tick. And then you're just doing that every 100 beats per minute. But then alternating is like the range mage, range mage, range mage. So I would hope you're still able to alternate. Right. Because if you can't, this just becomes immediately dead content for something like Inferno. Yeah. Um, Which is fine. Like we have but the standard I think if prayer you can't, book for the Inferno. If you can't, if you can't flick them, I guess that is it. Just changes things a little bit. I don't know. People are talking about like it lowers the skill ceiling, but I don't entirely think that's true because you'll still be able to tick eat, right? Mm-hmm. If you have to, like if you're using because like the deflection prayers are like reduces damage from the appropriate style by 90%, but deals 10% of the pre-mitigation damage back to the attacker. So if you get hit with a 49, you'll receive four damage, but you'll deal four damage. So it's kind of like wearing a ring of suffering. So it's like a de- it's additional damage given back, which does stack up over time. 
Yeah. You know, you wear the ring of it's the the King Condor video. You wear the ring of suffering to Calfight Queen. You deal an additional 35 40 damage just with the ring of suffering. You know, while it, while ring of suffering definitely isn't best in slotted a lot of places, um it does stack up over time if you're doing a boss that can hit you through prayer. Yeah. Though the method to kill things best is to kill them quickly. That will always be true. So these prayers do have a lot of potential. I think it this could be a lot of fun. The ruinous powers. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't I say I'm excited like I'm gonna try the, the beta test. I don't know that I will, because I, I I've never actually done any of the beta testing whenever they put out those worlds. But this one may be interesting enough that I go and at least click through them just to see what they do. But I'm excited for people to be able to try them is more so what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh and look for those, I don't know, they didn't actually say when the, the test would be starting, like the beta test worlds, but I would imagine soon-ish. Uh, and then, well, we should be getting the final product sometime in the summer, whenever Desert Treasure yeah. 2 comes out. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun update. It's going to be a fun quest. Plus, there's four new bosses, which is, again, another thing we never consider is we also have to think about what these four bosses could look like yeah these four bosses might be a nightmare in the quest because we don't have the ruinous powers yet but once the quest is over you have to use the ruinous powers to kill them Hmm. you know yeah or maybe they use prayers from the ruinous powers against you like they deflect damage back or something like that yeah so i do like i don't know there's I, I do like that they've been doing that with content, like especially with when whenever they did it with Nex and now Muspa does it. Just like adding another level. Uh there are obviously monsters in the game that use prayer. Some are more obvious, some are not, but like a variety of prayers versus like Muspa literally just has like protect from melee over its head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's 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 a cool mechanic and I'm excited to see what they do with the new bosses. Um, Tiki yeah. in the recording booth said, I bet there's a smoke, blood, ice, and shadow theme boss. Yeah. And then even with the ruinous, like the vows, they're more like orientated to be a theme with smoke, blood, ice, and shadow. So mm-hmm. really cool. Which, yeah, I imagine it would be. It's going to be a lot of fun. Another thing they've recently talked about that's not related at all to ruinous powers remember a couple months back they talked about the combat achievements and shifting them to a point system that's apparently slated to hit the blog or like a poll next week okay so maybe this week who knows maybe the poll's already live for it the question that i have been asked multiple times by people this weekend doing a lot of PVM is, well, how do you feel about them changing the point system? And I guess that question for you, but also how do you feel about them changing the point system in regards to unlocking higher tier rewards? So if we look at the combat achievements now, if we just go and we look at the rewards, um, elite, you get the 30 extra cannonballs, the expeditious bracelets, ecumenical keys, like a boss buff, things like that. Master, you get the thrall timer. Grandmaster, you get 
the the thrall t- another example is in addition to the thrall timer it's the additional jad and zuck mm-hmm. casey you know should you be able the question was asked should you be able to even unlock master tier rewards if you don't have an infernal cape because the master combat tier is locked behind the infernal cape the only things that i really feel should be locked behind complete diary completion is the cosmetics so the jad the zuck and the verzik helm and then the respective avernic defender hilts and like gommel's penny which who even uses um things like that uh those should be locked behind full diary completion you should not have access to a jad a verzik or a zuck helm until you can prove you can do all of it Mm -hmm. But I'm interested to hear your take about unlocking the high tier rewards at a lower level. So consider it as, you know, you have the medium combat diary done, but you rushed all your points into the two minute thrall timer. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about that? I don't know. Like to me, it just adds a variety that wasn't there before. Like, I don't know. There's, there's gotta be bosses people despise killing. But the only reason they do it, <coughs> Chambers, is for the elite or the master or whatever combat diary they're going for. So if you now have the, the option to push yourself as an example, say you're really, really good at Zolra, or you're really, really good at Theater of Blood, and you've done all the Grandmaster achievements, everything up to Grandmaster as an example in a certain boss. So now you're stuck saying, I have all of it done and I just don't want to do chambers. Uh, Now you have the option to say, well, I don't have to do chambers because those points I can make up somewhere else and still get to the point I want to get to. Just gives you more freedom in a game that is so sandboxed. What do you mean? Like if I, okay, say, say like right now I'm a couple of KC off of the hard, the hard diary. But I don't want to do God Wars. Dog, you still don't have the hard diary done? I don't. We've talked about this. Brother. <laughs> I Yeah, we talked about it like six weeks ago. Well, we Dog, talked about the missing? fact that like I haven't been doing much in-game. I'm only missing... What are you missing? I'm missing the freeze or kill them while the minions are dead. And then KC challenges for Kree and Krill, I think. That's about it. And Muspa, now if they added any extra hard ones. But... Overall, if I wanted to get the hard diary done, I might have enough points if I push for more obtainable elite master and grandmaster tasks from other bosses that I enjoy and still be able to say I've done the hard tier. But so you don't buy the completion of the hard tier, right? The I think what they're currently polling is that you have to like for the rewards like let's let's look at the hard tier rewards you wouldn't unlock the kbd dhcb override you wouldn't unlock gommel's hilt 3 with the unlimited trollheim teleports you could pick and choose if you wanted imbue points at soul wars or multi-cannon to hold extra cannonballs Mm -hmm. you could pick and choose those and unlock them individually but you don't have the hard tier completed okay you can just unlock various ones. Gotcha. Tiki brought up a very good point that 
I don't mind the rewards being attainable as long as they're progressive and there's no way to get your points back, which I fully agree with. So, for example, um, we'll use like a boss because that applies to every single tier, right? Mm -hmm. So with the easy tier, it's increased by five. Medium is 10. Hard is 15. Elite is 20. Master is 25. And Grandmaster is 30, you know, respectively. So... You couldn't just, if you saved up points, buy 20. You'd have to buy 5, 10, 15, and then 20. Gotcha. 5, 10, 15. You'd have to buy them in that sequence. Same thing like, with God uh, Wars Dungeon Essence if they let you do like that. It's like bank slot increases. Right? Yeah. So like, maybe it's in the same It's in it the same more as, points if you go, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. But you don't get your points back. So there's no way to, like, sell it back and refund it. Yeah. Mima has brought up another good point that all the CAs have separate point systems. So in order to get master or grandmaster achievements or, per or perks from that diary, you have to do the tasks in that diary that award points, which frankly, I don't hate. I don't hate it. Yeah. You know, I think that would help me out significantly for the master tier. I could probably get increased thrall timers because I have like, what, 67 tasks or something like that done, you know? The other question with that, though, when it's per tier is to Jad and to Zuck. Is that something we care about? You know, is that something we care about? People who, who the argument is like, people who don't have an infernal cape shouldn't be able to get to Zuck on task but people who don't have an infernal cape can't even can't get, get stuck on task, right. so it it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I think for me, I'm I'm interested to see how they pitch it. I like Mima's suggestion a lot, where only the CAs from that respective tier give points for that tier, because um, that kind of pushes people to do harder content to like get the two minute thralls. And, you know, get the like a boss rewards, things like that. I think another cool way to do it is kind of stagger both of what we've talked about here and make it so like in order to unlock 25 additional boss slayer kills per task from the master tier, you also have to have the easy, medium, hard and elite done. You mm. can't get the points back. So you have to unlock that reward at every other tier. So you have to do some combat tasks. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's. I'm discussing it like people are going to rush the master combat tier when they make a new account. You literally can't. Because <laughs> the master tier has a 95 Slayer Infernal Cape hard requirement to get stuff done. It's got master and grandmaster quests as requirements to get done. You know, it's got raiding experience to get done. So it's not like off the rip you can start pushing master combat tasks. Is one of the um, master tasks to kill Zuck? Like, is it one Inferno KC? Is that why no, you're saying it's so locked the behind task, Inferno Cape? It's Nibblers Be Gone. Ah. Where you have to kill Zuck without losing a pillar. Gotcha. Yeah, so it is technically... So getting getting an Inferno cape, cape is actually not a combat task. Oh. The only KC challenge for the Inferno is 5 KC at the Grandmaster level. But it's not like you get it on 1 KC like you do for, like, Fazani's Nightmare in the Elite tier. Interesting. You know? So that's fun, but yeah. Okay, so this coming week, you said they're polling this, or they're actually putting. It I in don't game. know if it's no, they're polling it. I don't know if they're polling it this week or they're polling it next okay. week. Soon. I'm just interested to hear your thoughts. You know, yeah. I think I think it'll be uh, 
final thoughts on this. I think I think it'll be an interesting way for people to play the game how they want to play the game and and allow people to have like different progression trees essentially. You know, it's not you're not mm-hmm. locked into these like uh the linear progression of complete 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 to get what you want. So this is kind of how they should have done it in the first place and I'm glad they're at least offering this as an option for people to vote on to say we can change it up if y'all want, or we can leave it in a linear progression. Who knows? Oh, who knows? I'm excited for that though. I didn't. I didn't realize that that was a uh, that was happening soon. I do need to get yep. my hard diary done. Um, and maybe that's yes. also maybe yes, you do. Maybe that's also something I will try and push for before bingo. We could do. We could do that bitch tonight. What do you need? <laughs> yeah, we could. What do you need? Like 20 KC at Cree and 20 KC at Krill. So is it fifty? It's fifty times. So I have like Is it fifty it's times 50. in the hard tier? Yeah. I have Krill and Cree. I have like sixteen Krill and maybe like three Cree. So it would take the evening. It's doable. It's definitely doable. Um we have to do the bodyguards for Krill, bodyguards for Cree, and then hop over and do the bodyguards at Zilly. <laughs> and then I'm done. <laughs> <sighs> You can do that by yourself. I could, yeah. The bodyguards. You can do the bodyguards by yourself if you really want to. It's very true. But just got to get a land of freeze or kill him. Actually, no, there's no freezing involved, right? I'm thinking killing them while they're frozen. No, no, there's no freezing involved. It's just timing. It's literally just timing. I mean, freezing helps depending on what you're trying to kill. Like getting starlight out of the way at Zilly is nice, <laughs> but like you don't need to do that. Yeah. You, know? you just have to get everybody like completely red barred, kill all the minions, and then just kill the boss. Just take some timing. Yeah, which is really not that hard. I can do it. Yeah. Tonight, baby, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> just eight hours of God Wars after we record. Oh, killing me. You're killing me. Is it time to send the people to the break here? I do believe so, folks. It's it's break time. We're going to break. We're doing the break thing. This is a longer first segment than I had initially anticipated. But <laughs> when is it ever a segment with length we anticipate? That's a that's a combination of words right there. Uh, yeah. Enjoy this commercial, and then when we come back, we're gonna do the fattest achievement of the week you have ever seen. But yeah, be right back, folks. Howdy folks, my name is Prospector Percy and we're looking for some fine young adventurers who want to hone and grind their skills. Now if this sounds like you, then you've got to come on down to Motherload Mine. Down here, we got everything you need to train up them gathering and artisan skills. We got hammers, we got pickaxes, we got dwarves, we got other adventurers, we got a bank and we got some baby moles. We've even got Grandma! Howdy Grandma! Howdy Percy! You better go come on down here looking for ores and let me tell you, we got all sorts. We got coal, we got gold, we got mithril, we got adamantine, and even runite. And where do all them there ores come from? Say it with me, fellas. Pay dirt! That's right, folks. Them there walls are lined with pay dirt. Mine a bag full and toss them on the conveyor belt. Watch it go down the water. Say hi to the baby mole for me. Once it hits the sack, go mine some more. Load your painter down until the bag is full and fix that dang wheel. When your sack is all full and you're picking through them rocks, you might find some of them there gold nuggets. I'll take them off your hands for all sorts of goodies like bags of jams and bags for coal and bags for more pay dirt. 
I've even got some fancy mining clothes because who doesn't love a fishing fashion skate? Cart your way down to Felidor to the Muddleload Mine just next to the mining guild to make all your painter dreams come true. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial because I know I sure did. It's it's Patreon time. It is that time of the show where we shout out the patrons, specifically the King Black Dragon tier patrons and one new wise old man. So the new wise old man we have this week, Hollow Gray. Welcome to the wise old man party. That sounds a little weirder when worded like that, but you're in it now, baby. Let's go. And now moving on to the KBD folks, the folks who just go above and beyond to support the show. who We all love very dearly. Uh, we have Broix70, my dad. Hi, dad. If you listen to episode 99, dad, you're probably in for a hoot for that one. Cloud Kicker, Dickie Bird, EXP Enjoyer, GIM Stones, Imby Jones, Josh M, Lil Drakey, The Lord Jake himself, Mark, aka iSteam, Rylithian, SatanBot666, Soggy Waffles, Seth Shep, Skuma92, Spartan Fire, Taco Ninja, The Big G Jordy, The Crayola Crayon, and Toast No Toast. You guys are awesome. You really are. You know, we made the changes that we did to Patreon, the shoutouts and things like that, so you guys get a little bit more special recognition for all that you do to support the show. It's crazy. And frankly, we do, we really do love you guys for it. Like, it is... Looking at how long some of you guys have been subscribed, it, it really means the world to us. So thank you guys so much from the bottom of our RuneScape-ridden hearts for the support you give our, our little podcasting show here. You guys are fantastic. Normally, we would shift into the community question. But we don't have a community <laughs> question answer. Right. Because we haven't had a community question answer in like 30 years. Because Michael and I have not done our traditional ending for community section in like 30 years. I know you're thinking to yourself, guys, it's only been two weeks. No, it hasn't. We have not done community content on this show since like February 24th. Yeah. So it's currently March 19th. So we are down bad for community content, but there is one light at the end of the tunnel. That we have two lights, technically. One is a light leading to heaven with the fun question, and the other is a light of an 18 wheeler Mack truck driving towards us at absolutely mock Jesus speed that is going to crush everything in its path. Called Achievement of the Week. We have not shouted anyone out besides Gecko for his infernal cape in like a month. Do you guys know how much awesome stuff y'all do in a month? Hold on to your butts, because this achievement of the week is thick with, dare I say, five Cs. So we're going to kick things off with the miscellaneous category. And because where there's no community question, we are joined with a special guest this week for achievement of the week. Our dear co-host Michael is stepping up to do achievement of the week with us. So you're not just listening to me ramble. Yay. So thank Michael for sparing you from that. <laughs> so 
we are kicking things off with the miscellaneous section. Michael, my good sir, would you like to tell us who got their quest cape in these last 48 weeks? Yes. That we've not done Achievement of the Week. I will. So, <clears throat> shouting out everybody that got their first ever quest cape, starting with Okami Damashi, Nate, The Rep Dog, D4 Drake, Bagel Bold, Big Dog Larry, Low, Trashed Turtle, AFK for a bit, Blamp, and Snowy105. Congratulations to all of you for your first ever quest cape. That is monumental. I think getting your quest cape now is a great idea. Getting your quest cape before Desert Treasure 2 is a great idea. And I think everybody should go and do it. Because then at that point, you just have to get it back. And if you don't want it back, don't do Desert Treasure right away. <laughs> so, congratulations. Yeah. I love the, the Patreon level enthusiasm you had there. You had the, you had the Patreon cadence reading that. It's going to be good. And I, I'm so excited for the skilling category. <laughs> That's not the only miscellaneous things that have been done in these past couple of weeks, though. Miscellaneous category never gets enough love. But it does always have some cool stuff that's featured. So our boy Tiki Mug got his diary cape. I, I'm going to say this week a lot. I don't mean this week. I don't even know when Tiki got it. <laughs> but he got it between the last <laughs> achievements of the week. So Tiki got his diary cape. Wonos slash, and I'm going to butcher the shit out of this name. Double Arte. I don't even know if I said the first name correctly. Wonos and Double Arte. They seem like commands from Age of Mythology. Prostagma. Like Erjos, Prostagma. That's kind of what I'm I'm hearing here. They also got their diary cape this week. Finally, our girl Clam Mom Caper, she got her diary cape as well. She did like every single elite diary from the time between (laughs) us doing Achievement of the Week on on like February 24th to doing it now. So congratulations to you. And the other diary capers as well. Caper Tiki and Double Arte Wonos. <laughs> I'm so sorry for destroying that name. Now we're going to shift into the skilling category. There are, how many lines are there in a document when it's single spaced? At least 30, right? Probably. I don't know. There's probably 50 99s that occurred in the time between, um, in the time between going. We just, you guys didn't hear it on the recording, but I said there are 5099s, and in that exact same tick, someone disconnected from the recording <laughs> booth chat. I know it's not because of achievement of the week. Gotta go. But the timing is absolutely hysterical. Yeah, they said, gotta go. We're out of here, baby. So, Michael, why don't you take away? You are the resident skiller, as we all know. So, why don't you go ahead and take away the skilling category for us? For achievement oh, of the week. Yeah. I'm going to sit back and plan a vacation <laughs> and take a walk around my apartment complex because that's how long this <laughs> is going to take. I do just want to point out also, <laughs> Tiki has deafened himself, so he too does not want to hear this twice. Anyway, <laughs> if you're not going to skip through this, we appreciate you. Um, we're going to give a shout out to everybody who did something in the skilling category. Starting out with Jake AICSTP getting 99 Slayer, Strength, Prayer, and crafting in the last however long. Congratulations, Jake. Uh, Jake did, and range. Okay, I was going to say, Jake got 599s. I don't know if he posted 
range. Oh, he just corrected us and said he did get range. So Sick. yeah, Jake got five ninety nine. Oh my gosh! In the last dude. couple of weeks, he's on his way to max. Everybody, five ninety nine. We'll same again. Slayer strength, prayer crafting, and range, absolutely massive. And that's not the only ones he's going to do for the rest of the year because he's got more. Anyway, random person with ninety nine defense. Taco Dog 8 with 99 Crafting and 99 Magic. Doombar 99 Construction. Mosebro 19 with 99 Farming. Mike is Awesome with 99 HP. Mike is Awesome. The Big G Jordy with 99 Smithing. Silky with 99 Strength. Prestige with 99 Construction and 99 Mining. That's a good combo. Prestige. What? Prestige. Since when did we call him Prestige and not Prestige? You know, I think there's a discrepancy on how you can say the spelling of this word. Either if it's Prestige or Prestige, they got 99 construction and 99 mining. Rosgan got 99 attack, defense, and fletching. Evasive Ibu with 99 cooking and smithing and hunter. Parker J with 99 slayer. Weems with 99 range. Ferg with 99 fire making. Mima, 99 rune crafting. That's one you love to see. Congratulations. Consume Shrek with 99 strength. Jack in clubs with 99 construction and 99 strength. Cole with 99 agility. And recently, I think within the last like 12 hours, 99 hunter. Skull MN, when he's not doing awesome stuff in the wilderness, he's getting 99 prayer, which is probably in the wilderness. <laughs> Huntsman Oss with 99 strength. Goths with 99 strength. Blastoise level 99 with 99 cooking. Mike Oxmall with 99 range. 2KJ, 99 fletching, and 99 slayer. Main sequence with 99 farming. I think that was their first ever 99. Indeed it was. Jaharis with 99 prayer and 99 crafting. Chris Chris, Chris 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 with 99 mage and 99 range. Gumby with 99 Thieving, also with 99 Thieving, Zero Fox. Longbeard with 99 Farming, Stinky Wombas. Stim, stimky Wombas. Stimky Wombas. <laughs> Which they told us the reason, like the, 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 they told us the meaning behind the name, and it's because they call their Chihuahuas Stinky. Stimky Wombas. I, I feel that. I call B stinky all the time. Stinky I refer to her as woman. a stinky woman. <laughs> they got stinky woman. They got 99 Herblore. 99 come with 99 con. That is the most interesting <laughs> bit of <laughs> words and letters I've said in a long time. MJ still with 99 farming. Spite Leech with 99 defense. Slagath with 99 strength. Fortimus, 99 hunter. Fortimus is getting close to max. I can feel it. Yeah, as you say, he's also cruising. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Rocky dot Rocky the dog with 99 crafting. Eladrin. El Eldrin. Hold on. Eldrin. Yeah. Eldrin with 99 strength. Bram. Brambass one with 99 attack. Goose with 99 attack. Caper making the double double appearance here with 99 strength. Caleb with 99 farming. Dean, 709 with 99 range. And finally, rounding out just the 99 portions of the skilling, we have Planker with another 99 rune crafting. That's two people. Got 99 rune crafting in the last month. Lovely. Now we have some notable 
skill total achievements and or XP achievements. So shout out to D Falconer for hitting 2K total. Bowmanator for hitting 2K total as well. And then Jake, with all five of those 99s, finally hit 2200 total level. Jake, before he pipes up in the <laughs> recording booth check, I know he's about to see it. He, I know he's about <laughs> to say he doesn't have 2200 total at the time of the recording. Oh, okay. But he will definitely have it by Thursday. Pipe down, Jake. Jake. You're getting shouted out for 2200 total level. Oh, he wasn't um, going to say anything. He said Dean also said he got uh, 2K total. This oh, yo, week as well. Dean, so, 709. Great job, Dean. With a 2K total and 99 range. And then, nice. for one that we don't see very often, a 200 mil achievement, FFS Sam got 200 million cooking XP. The dream. That's going to be you one it's day. It's going to be me one day. That is going to be you one That's day. That's insane. And I love it. Congratulations to everybody who did some absolutely cracked skilling. Um, not to say that getting base 85s or, or base 90s is not absolutely cracked skilling because that is, but like specifically the amount of 99s that are on this list and the amount of times I said 99, I love it. I freaking love it. So Oxy is going to take over the last portion of our achievement of the week with the combat achievements not specifically combat achievements but achievements in combat oh there are some there are some combat achievements let me tell you (laughs) so starting off the combat section how we always started off with first fire capes it was a really weird stretch where like for a week and a half we didn't actually have any first fire capes but we have lots now because in that week and a half we didn't have any fire capes we didn't do achievement of the week and now we've got like a lot. <laughs> yeah. So cracking off their first fire cape, we have Ice Bear NF, Bagel Bold, who I'm also pretty sure got their quest cape this week too. So got the got the double got the double this week. Polar Soar, Norman Fedora, Broom Spun, Keely Jones, which is uh Gecko's girlfriend. He uh-huh. he posted that she's not in the Discord, so he posted it for her. That's awesome. Uh that uh that she got her first fire cape in the groupie. Titanus Anglesmith. What a name. That's, I just found that was a really interesting name when I saw it pop up for Fire Cape. Uh, T-Jack 1994 and Rasaru. That's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight Fire Capes. Something like that. Pretty impressive. We'd love to see it. So congratulations to you guys. Moving on to the firsts this week, we have five first Zalras and eight first Gauntlet variations, whether it's regular or corrupted. So, Reed DZ got their first Zalra KC. Butter6000 got their first corrupted Gauntlet KC. Longbeard, with a double-double again for Achievement of the Week, got his first uh, corrupted Gauntlet KC. Splasher, with their first Gauntlet. Vosium, with their first Zalra. As is D4 Drake with his first Zalra. D4 Drake. Loves. With the triple, triple. Skilling, miscellaneous. Oh, did he get a quest cape? And, did he get a quest yeah. cape too? Look at that. He got the triple. <laughs> you don't see that one. You don't often see the three P awesome. there. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive, D4 Drake. Great job. We have uh, Loves to Spooge, which one hell of a name. Got their first Gauntlet KC. Main sequence featured a second time this week as well with their versus Zalra KC. 2KJ, another double with their first Gauntlet. 
Pranus and Elvish both got their first Zalra Casey's this week. Adamant Hawk got his first gauntlet, as did Ferg and Trashed Turtle. Congratulations to you guys on your firsts. Because first KC is literally always the hardest. Yeah. Sometimes people will post their first Vorkath or their first Muspa, and we won't shout those out because you already have to kill them in the quest. True. Right? And if we sit here and shout out everyone who does quests that are big, we're going to be here forever. So we have to put a stop to some things. Yeah. But still, nonetheless, it's an achievement to kill something for the first time. We have some kit enjoyers. I, I made a mistake. D4 Drake did not get a triple-triple, so edit that out. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Michael, is a, Michael is a liar because we can't edit it out. It's too smooth oh, no. into the progression. <laughs> D4 Drake did not oh, get the I triple it was this D- week. I, I, I read D Falconer. But it was D4 Drake. Oh, so good buddy. lord, Michael. It's a double-double. It's still an he achievement. The, it's a double-double. He double. got the people going for nothing. I'm so sorry. Stick to the community. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> good God. We've got some kit enjoyers this week. Ryukasen, White Wing, and Goose all got their Missouri crafting kit. And Yaharis got his Menifite kit which I've not even attempted a 425, so that's pretty badass. In the combat achievement section of the combat achievements and achievement of the week focused on combat, Humble Owl got their easy K- or easy KCs, easy combat achievements. Uh, what did we say to him during the, the 99 episode? Eat my dick. That's not going to be his name, though, because I, li- I like him too much for that to be his name. <laughs> Mayalt completed their medium combat achievements. I still don't know if I'm saying it correctly. I think a it's Frightened just Couch melt. completed. I really think it's just Melt. A Frightened <laughs> Couch complete. God damn, Michael. <laughs> a Frightened Couch completed their medium combat achievements. Jack and Clubs, a.k.a. Combobulation, because now I know which one is which, (laughs) (laughs) got their medium combat achievements done. Gibson LePaul got his first, uh, got his first, got his, well, obviously his first, hard combat achievements done, as did Tanto Tricks and our boy Damo. Haven't heard much from Damo lately, so congratulations to y'all for getting the hard combat achievements done. Gecko does make an appearance this week as he got his Jad Helm. He is a fellow Jad Helm enjoyer. The elite combat achievements done. Nice. And a lot of people got their helmets back with the, the release of the Muspa combat achievements. We have another just like how and or why this week. <laughs> I said it earlier in another Discord with folks, and the unanimous reaction was Jesus Christ. The Tuzcal himself, or so we thought, uh, got a sub 50 Inferno. Which is pretty damn cool. So 49 minutes and 38.4 seconds. Zooming. That's disgusting. That is... Average completion time is like two and a half hours for first capes. He did that bitch in almost 45 minutes. And I'm sure he's going to push a sub 45 here in the next year or so. And that's cool as shit. There's one final achievement to wrap up. Achievement of the week. Achievement of the month. Achievement of the year. Whatever it may be. <laughs> As I said, the Tuzcal himself, or so we thought, for the first time in a long time, 
TNL has a brand new Grandmaster. Congratulations to our longtime friend Immortal for finally completing the Grandmaster tier of the combat achievements. He is the second person in the clan that we know to don the Zuck Helm, and he's earned it. Does anyone else in the clan who I thought should have had one? It's him. So, Immortal, my friend, from walking me through my first Zalra kill to finally getting your damn Zuck Helm, congratulations. That's huge. It's awesome. Where y'all go from here is beyond me. <laughs> but either way, you've, you've effectively beaten the game at this point. Very proud of you. I'm very proud of all of you this week for doing something sick in Achievements of the Week. Achievements? Achievement of the Week, whatever it may be. Whatever this conglomeration of <laughs> awesomeness has been called. If you do something awesome and you want to let us know about it, head over to our Discord. Discord.gg forward slash OSRSTNL. Post it in the Levels and Achievements chat. We also love when people get big money drops, too. Drops aren't achievements, you know, but we still want to see it. We've seen like four shadows in the last couple of weeks. I don't know where all these shadows are coming from, <laughs> but people keep pulling them and it's kind of gross, uh, but it's super cool to watch. Watch people get these big drops. We hold events in Discord. We have a lot of awesome other fun channels like we have other games where I just posted um, my 120 all in Melvor Idol. Hell yeah. Uh, 120 food, all. IRL stuff. <gasps> Yeah, 120 all, dude. It's been grinding. Took me. Put that in your uh, Tinder I mean, profile. You... <laughs> That's so stupid. I don't have Tinder, man. I don't do I don't dating do profiles. I don't, I don't do Tinder. I don't do Tinder anymore, man. <laughs> Tinder, we've been put through the ringer in Tinder. I'm not. I'm not doing Tinder anymore. Kind of use Tinder as just like a <laughs> catch-all, but yeah. Anyway. Oh no, I, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's so cool to watch you guys do fun stuff. Head over to our Discord, tell us all about it, and become part of the greatest RuneScape community that currently exists. We There was a secret golden gnome for it, and they already told us that we won. Yeah. You have the best yeah. RuneScape community in the world. Yeah. They're not going to announce it because they don't want to make other communities feel bad, and we say, you know what, that's totally fine. We don't need to flex on other people like that. We know we're the best, you know? talk soft and carry a big stick or whatever the phrase is so come join and see for yourself why we're just so fucking awesome um it the the mac truck has passed us and we have survived no. that means it is time for the light that will take us home yeah and that light is the fun question michael lovely what do we have as a fun question this week it is indeed fun question time the light at the end of the tunnel, as you would say, and I love that. <laughs> uh, well, not really, <laughs> actually. Hold on. The light at the end of the tunnel implies you're dead. <laughs> this is the light of the lighthouse bringing you home from a long journey at sea. How about that? <laughs> yeah. So this one comes from real crazy. <laughs> real crazy. Real crazy. In our fun questions section. I don't know if I've ever talked to him in a VC. <laughs> and if I have, I'm sorry for forgetting. But I'm sorry if I just make your name utterly ridiculous no, no. for no reason. They said in, in <laughs> the XVWAS chat one time that they are delighted and tickled pink every time Moxie just says real crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I did that. So, real crazy said in our fun question section on Discord, all right, time for a question that may or may not be related to you guys. Which NPCs from two completely different parts of Gilinor 
would have made the best podcast together. So I guess this is <laughs> this is related to us because like we're from different parts of the country, which is great. So I don't know. Why is my why is my go-to always someone from God Wars? Like General Grardor just screaming into a microphone, stomp their bones, or whatever he says. Um why is that always my go-to? I don't know, man. <laughs> I would love to see okay. Just for the pure chaos, I would love to see the deranged archaeologist and the crazy archaeologist have a podcast. God, that would be such a shitty podcast. Oh my god, they'd be screaming <laughs> the entire time. It's like those two guys. I see them <laughs> on my TikTok, and you know how on TikTok you can press and hold and say not interested, mm-hmm. so they stop showing you. It's the two guys that just like get into completely like outrageous the basement arguments. backyard. Yes. Those guys are hysterical. They're not funny I to love me. Them. They're not funny to oh me. Oh my god, I love just, them. I get those people send me their Instagram reels and their TikToks all the time. I love those. Definitely two. a they're pass funny as hell for me. But it would be like those two guys who just get into stupid arguments about stupid things. Like if, for instance, a banana. How you open a banana? So. <laughs> the two archaeologists and maybe maybe their whole podcast could be about fossils and archaeology but it's just so chaotic because like both of them are just screaming learn to read to the other it's one about it's about reading the entire, <laughs> it's a literary podcast they're a book club. it completely defies <laughs> it completely defies expectations it's not at all crazy they're just sort of like it's like a finer things club kind of meeting where they're just like yes yes no this week we're talking about Jane Austen. They're like they're really refined when it's about books. The minute they get off on a tangent, they're throwing books and shit at each other. That might that might be yeah, because they're like a fun book club. But then it could just turn chaotic at any minute, and things are on fire, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, that would be fun. Are they are they related in any way, or is it just like a fun spoof of a character? Because it seems to me like um, they should be somehow related. They look identical. It's an Iron Man cop-out is what it is. Mm. Call it what it is. It's an excuse for hardcore Iron Men who are afraid of the wilderness to go to deranged archaeologists and get a rune crossbow. Uh, That's what it is. Gotcha. Or no, it, maybe it's not a rune crossbow. It's a slayer task. Oh. Or something. Because like the deranged archaeologist, I think you can do deranged or crazy if you get that slayer task. Interesting. Well, the deranged archaeologist was going to have more lore, but the J-Mod who designed Fossil Island just up and quit. So we don't get any sort of like, hey, can you pick up that project as a content developer? They just stopped doing it. That No shame to Jagex, but it blows my mind how they just leave content on the table when somebody quits. Like nobody at Jagex can finish, finish Fossil Island. Can nobody give deranged archaeologists anything? It's annoying. R.I.P. The Devious Minds quest. (sighs) Like up until recently was just left as a dead end for like twenty years or whatever it was. But yeah, good two good (laughs) NPCs that might uh, like. I guess what are we talking about? That that's a big question. I feel like. Maybe we talk about, you know, combat or something, and we get, like, Gommel. He might be oh, fine. Okay. Uh, we get Gommel, and then we get... Who's that Lord Commander asshole in Shazian? 
I don't remember his name. <laughs> but he's from the quest. He's he does the thing in the quest. He's one of the guys who's running for king. Oh, I haven't I haven't Okay, so I did those, but I space barred through them. I haven't done I'm going listen, I'm going back through on my groupie and I'm actually reading it. And it's very interesting. Like a lot of the stuff yeah. that you do in the smaller quests plays a part in Kingdom Divided, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I would have thought that was cool earlier if I hadn't space barred it. But I haven't done the Shazian mm-hmm. one yet. Isn't it Lord Shazian? Uh well, yeah, that probably makes sense <laughs> if it's Lord Shazian. Yeah. That would that would actually make a lot of sense. <laughs> So who knows? I don't know for sure, but I feel like they could have a good, like, you know, war strategy podcast. That might be pretty cool. Oh, another fun one. Another fun one that could be like a fun, like, less of like a, a podcast like we do and more of like a D&D style podcast. All the Slayer Masters. I together. was literally going to say that. I knew you were. That's why I kept on <laughs> with my thought and didn't let you, didn't let you interrupt me there. We're on the same, uh, you get same all wavelength. the Slayer Masters together, and you get who do we think would be a good DM? Do we think Duradell or Vanica? Vanica, because he's. DM? I think Vanica. Duradell just seems like he's quiet. He doesn't seem like the the chatty type. But like since Vanica is on Tutorial Island, he seems to me yeah. like he would be the one that would want to lead it. I think Vanica would make a good Vanica would make a good DM, and then who else do we have? We have Turiel. Mazkina, Kaldar, uh, Neve, not Steve. In this universe, Monkey Madness 2 never happened. Neve, uh, Duradel, Konar, and Crystillia. So this is a massive campaign. It's seven players in a DM. Did you include the one um, that you get with the Hogs quest? Forgot her name. Oh, Spria? Spria. I mean... So eight people. <laughs> Spria, yeah, eight people. Yeah, this is like... God, what's the one that Matthew Mercer's on? Whatever that show is. Um, critical Role. Critical Role, yeah. This is like a Critical Role level shit right there. That might be fun as a podcast yeah. to have all the Slayer Masters involved in something. I would love it. Um, Even if it was just yeah, two maybe of you, them. Like, if we had Vanica and Duradel as, like, the two high-end and mid one, just kind of give... Like, it would be in... It would kind of be, like, a mirror of us. Like, you're Duradel and I'm and I'm Vanica in the sense of combat, um, they could mirror our podcast really well. <laughs> Vanica, I think, is the only person in Gilinor to wield a two-handed sword with one hand, so that's pretty neat. And he has a combat level um, that's extraordinarily high. Yeah. I don't know if they show it in-game, but, but they show it on Tutorial Island. But I would love they that. They do. <laughs> but he's like, he's like the combat tutor or something on Tutorial Island. I don't know if they changed that or if that's just a weird distant fragment of a memory. So that would be fun. I mean, I would also like just for funsies. I'd like to have a rulers podcast. Ooh. Yeah. But we get, so we get Duke Horatio. We get, um, Wartface and bent nose free to play rulers. Duke Ratio, Wartface, and Bent Nose. Um, Roll. Who is in charge of the White Knights of Valador? Who do you talk to for Black Knight's Fortress? I Sir forgot Tiffy, his right? name. Sir, no, that's that's somebody else. Black Knight's Fortress. Uh, damn, I I don't um I don't actually know Black Knight's Fortress. Who do we talk to? Sir R. McVars. That's who it is. So Duke, Sir R. McVars, Wartface, and Bent Nose, and then King Rold. 
and it is just it is Sir Armic Vars trying to stay on topic <laughs> while four of arguably the stupidest people in Mistalin and Asgarnia are just bickering back and forth the entire time. <laughs> that would make for quite the interesting show yeah. right Wait, there. you think Duke Horatio because... is an idiot? I feel like he's one of the more like stable rulers who's not problematic. Like Rold is just problematic. The guy in Arduin is probably he had a genocidal racist work under him for several years. The secret and never once noticed the fact that you're a genocidal racist. He kept it a secret, to be fair. You live across the river from a goblin colony and never once did it come up. That's like saying, Oh, I work with a fascist, but I didn't notice. That's like, true. You notice <laughs> after a little after a little while the snide comments. it comes up. <laughs> Horatio just didn't pay attention <laughs> the entire time that he had a genocidal psychopath working with him. So I'd call him pretty dumb. He doesn't win the dumbest. You'd think it would go to Warface and Bentnose, but it doesn't. It goes to King Rold as the stupidest <laughs> ruler in the free-to-play area. <laughs> King Rold is the Internet Explorer to their Google Chrome, Firefox, and um, uh, God, what's it called? Opera? Safari. 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 Yeah. He is the Internet Explorer to them right there. <laughs> Dumb. That's great. Great. I would like to see a Cooks of Gilinor, too. Just like all the famous cooks in each city. <laughs> that could be so bad. Yeah. Imagine Ram's Ocean from Hosidius fighting <laughs> with the Lumbridge Cook. <laughs> But the Lumbridge cook is just like crying in the He's corner because he doesn't know how to make a cake. And Ram's Ocean is Screaming just at grilling him. his ass the entire time. What do you put in a cake? I don't know. It's three f***ing ingredients. I don't know. Milk, eggs, sugar, flour. flour. Level threes can do it. How do you know? He's like throwing shit. God, that'd be so oh, bad. Real crazy. That was a great... That was a great question. That was Thank fun. you so much. That was quite the fun question. <laughs> and he, it was real crazy. Oh my God, it was real crazy. <sighs> Holy. I think that's going to be it for us, though, this week, folks. Um, sign up for Bingo if you are so inclined. If you have questions about Bingo, feel free to ask in the events chat channel on our Discord or talk to someone in game about it. It's a ton of fun. Um, ruinous powers are going to be fun as shit. Um, I'm realizing we never asked a community question so the community question for this week in order to get things back on track is what ruinous power are you most excited about because that's how we get the show back on <laughs> schedule yeah. for next True. week um, good catch. Good but catch. yeah ruinous power is going to be fun combat achievements the changes could be very interesting to see set yourself reasonable goals folks don't burn yourselves out the biggest time of year is fast approaching bingo season is on the horizon that is what we will leave you with folks we will see you guys next week